This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Welcome back to According To. I'm Megan. And I'm Sierra. This week, Megan and I are going to be hopping onto Reddit, but doing something a little bit different. So we've already looked at the Unpopular Opinions subreddit. We have done Am I the A-Hole subreddit quite a few times. You guys love those episodes. We love doing them. So I was kind of like, what else is out there? And so I came across a subreddit called No Stupid Questions. And it's basically a subreddit where, you know, people can feel free to ask whatever they want and hopefully without fear of judgment. And I just thought maybe we could find some interesting questions on here, talk about our thoughts, maybe talk about if it was a stupid question or not. Um, So we'll get into that a little bit later. We're always going to start with our weekly spotlight, so we will get started with that. I think that my weekly spotlight is to be past the NPTE, have it over with, done with, um, because obviously it's what we've been sitting for since we graduated and since before even but it's weird to be on the other side of it now and be like oh I like don't have to study now so Mm -hmm. that's definitely my wheelie spotlight as well I also did kind of redo my room a little bit and so that was within the past week we have a whole video on our Megan's here channel if you want to check that out unfortunately if I sound a little stuffed up right now I am hopefully on like the tail end of a cold that I got like literally right before the NPTE which was not very fun but it's just been a bummer because I was like, oh, once I finish the NPTE, I don't have any studying to do. Like, I can do X, Y, and Z. I wanted to go to the mall, maybe do some errands, go to Barnes & Noble, like, just do some more fun things. And uh, since I've been kind of having a cold and sick, I haven't done any of that, which has been a bummer. Yeah. But like she said, she's hopefully almost, it's almost over and done with, and you're coming out on the other side. So um, we are going to be doing a video of... The morning of and day of the NPTE where we vlogged it and just kind of like we're saying our thoughts and stuff. Um, We wanted to combine it with hopefully what will be a reaction to our passing scores. Honestly, I'm going to be honest. If one of us doesn't pass, I don't know if it'll get posted. Yeah. (laughs) I just might be Um, too embarrassed and not wanting to share that. But so that means that we're like waiting still. It's been two business days since we took the NPTE and it takes five to six until we get our results. So by the time this is up, We'll either get the results day of or it might still be the day after this podcast goes live. Um, and so, you know, we hope we can share in, you know, the celebration with you yeah. guys uh, because we like to do that. And we do the same thing with our whole process of applying to PT school. We think it's nice to have that stuff to look back on. Um, yeah. Overall, the MPTE, I think, went fine. Um, the whole testing experience is just kind of like an interesting one. And if you've never gone to like a testing center to do that whole thing, it's just like, and for a good reason, they're making sure people aren't cheating, but it's like, you get there, you need like two forms of ID. You've got a locker, like in a key that they give you to put your stuff in because you can't bring anything into the testing part of the building. And like, I had my glasses on, you know, because I, I don't even know what they're looking at, like a camera or something or. Then they have you set your glasses down on the chair so they can look at it to make sure there's nothing that's not supposed to be on there. They look in your ears. They look in your ears <laughs> for any, like, Bluetooth stuff. 
uh, emptying out like all your pockets and like hoods and lifting your sleeves up, lifting your pants up to make sure there's nothing that's not supposed to be there, um, which I get. I understand. I do think that um, preparation that we did was hopefully sufficient and the timing of the test was... But was it necessary? (laughs) (laughs) Didn't even start. There was um, an undergrad for one of our biology classes. There was this whole, it wasn't a unit or anything, but it was just like talking about things being necessary and or sufficient. And if, you know, things were sufficient but not necessary or necessary and sufficient or necessary but not sufficient, like it needed more. Like that was a whole thing. It's honestly not that complicated, but for some reason, the examples we'd be talking about in class had me second guessing myself, myself and like, I was like, wait, what? So that was just a little tangent that I brought up because that's a joke between Megan and I. Speaking of, we have a whole list on Megan's note that we're trying to accumulate, not like make stuff up, but like every time we have just like an inside joke between the two of us, we are trying to be more cognizant of when those come up so we can add those to Megan's list and maybe someday share with you guys if we get a long enough list. I know. I'm like, I don't, what's the list for? I'm not quite sure yet, but it's in the works. (laughs) Um, other things going on, obviously. You got some new books? I did get some new books. So, and I caught the vlog up today too, but I got four new books. I hadn't spent any of my Christmas book money because I got quite a few Barnes & Noble gift cards. So I got four new books and I actually still have some Barnes & Noble gift cards left over. I wasn't so sure because I was like, this is a lot. Um, but I got Crime and Punishment, which I kind of surprised myself with, but I never really give classics a good chance and, um, I mean, I read The Great Gatsby like everyone else has in school, but when I looked it up on, so I was walking to Barnes & Noble, I saw it on a table, and I knew I'd heard of it before, I knew it was a classic, and, uh, so I looked it up on Goodreads, and it had, like, a pretty solid rating, and that's hard on Goodreads, like, for it to have a good rating, especially with as many reviews as something like a classic has, and I briefly, briefly looked at, like, the summary, and, I was like, that could be intriguing. So I carried it around with me and I was like, should I get it? And I was kind of like, I got a bunch of gift cards. I'll just get it. Um, And then I posted about the books I got. There's some mixed reviews on that one. It's kind of making me a little nervous. I told Megan that she should keep the gift card this time because since she got the receipt, whatever, keep the receipt. Um, Because last time she got like the Moon of the Harsh Mistress, she didn't have that receipt anymore. And so we're stuck with that book that no one's going to read unless she sends it to a little free library when we find another book. So, and also the pages are, like, a thin, like, they're thin pages. Mm. So, like, like the Bible, kind of. <laughs> so, that was kind of weird, too. But hopefully I can give it a shot. I like to, you know, intersperse my easy, quick reads with ones that maybe are going to be, like, a little more challenging. And then I got The Soulmate Equation by Christina Lauren, a classic, easy, hopefully, romance book that I'll just a classic. through. <laughs> you know, I'm like, that's not a classic. But, you know what I'm like? I should read Pride and Prejudice because it's only 276 pages. I, just I think that, that I... I don't think I've read Pride and Prejudice, but I think I have read Emma by Jane Austen. I don't know if I remember that much. I think that Clueless is based off of Emma. I think. I've never seen the movie Clueless either. But And then I also got The Lost Ticket because I've seen that. It's actually not that popular. No one had responded to me saying that they read it. And I really don't see a lot of people talking about it. But um, the premise of it, because I've read it, I've read the summary when I've been in Barnes & Noble before, and I think it's a cute cover. Um and it had good ratings. So I decided to get that one as well. And then the last one I got was um, 
what was it oh today, today tonight tomorrow yeah. um and everyone had great reviews on that one when i posted that they said it was just like a very fun good enjoyable read and so i loved books like that i am really looking forward to so i didn't go to barnes and noble with megan we already discussed that but i think that i want to pick up tomorrow tomorrow and tomorrow because i feel like it's popping up like i it's been a while in my mind since like everyone's been talking about the same book and i don't know if you feel the same way but i feel like a lot of people are talking about that book right now i don't really fully know what it's about i know people say like video games and friendship and relationships and so i'm like what but I've seen enough people talk about it and it seems like it's more of like it might make you cry. So I'm just I'm curious. I'm intrigued. and I might pick that one up at some point. So if you guys have read Tomorrow, Tomorrow and Tomorrow or any of the books that Megan has read, let us know. I'm trying to get Megan to read 112263 at some point, hopefully kind of soon. But I know that bigger books, Megan's like, ah, but I give five I stars. Was, so I know I kind of have just like it's literally 800 pages. Like the idea of even carrying it around with me. I'm like, I don't even want to do that. So I'm debating doing the audiobook version, and we'll see. We will see. Okay, so let's jump into what may or may not be stupid questions. Do you want me to go first or do you want me to go first? I think you said the same thing. I'll go first. Do you think there's more colors in the universe or in other universes? Isn't there only one universe? And then there's just like other galaxies. Okay, this is interesting because, like, conceptually, I can't imagine. Conceptually, I'm just like, but we we have already know that other animals can see more colors than we do. True. So I feel like. Also, if we think of Project Hail Mary, he didn't even see visible wavelengths. He saw a different, like, vision was different to. Mm -hmm. Because we only see within what obviously humans have coined it, like the visible wavelength. Visible spectrum. Visible light spectrum. Is that what it's called? Um, But obviously, like, what if, and like, who is seeing these things? That's the other thing. Yeah. I feel like most, if we're taking this, you know, if we're really pondering this, I'm guessing the other living beings that may or may not be out there, I I kind of tend to lean towards like, we don't know. There has to be maybe something else out there. But what is the intelligence level of it? And it probably, I would assume like didn't develop like there's no way to assume like oh it's definitely seeing visible light odds are it's probably doing something different okay so some of the comments from other redditors someone said there's a spectrum of electromagnetic frequency that extends in both directions until infinite question mark probably not color is just what we name some of them and then someone said, of the entire electromagnetic spectrum, a.k.a. colors, humans can see about 0.0035%. Um, like a visible light? Or that's just like the whole spectrum? The whole spectrum. Okay. And then someone also commented that other animals can see... You know what I don't like, get, though? What? Like, I understand what a wavelength is, but how is it... Like, what makes some of them colors? And, like, what does that mean about its wavelength? And, like, what's the cusp of, the edge of one is, like, purple, and then it goes to, like, what, ultraviolet, right? Mm-hmm. What's, like, what do we do to that wavelength? It changes <laughs> All in. All of a sudden, I cannot see it. How big or small it is. Like, its frequency changes. I know, but, like, it's visible, and then it's invisible. Can a wavelength change, like, itself? Like, I don't could know. one wavelength change frequency 
and then it's visible and then it's not visible like you're saying would be we'd be able to like have a box where you shine like a purple light on it and then change its frequency and then like see when you can't see it anymore i don't really know what i'm like asking i don't know if that was what i was asking (laughs) but i'm just like is a wavelength set is it like okay this is purple so therefore it's just purple but it can't be because like when they mix paint together that's gotta be changing wavelengths because they're adding stuff into the paint that is not said color and then it's mixing it together and then all of a sudden you do see purple so that had to have created a purple wavelength is it just that those i have like very little idea how color actually works so this might sound stupid this might be it's not really a question it's just a stupid thought maybe um but like since you're to make paint you have to combine like white with red whatever other colors you're mixing which all in theory have their own wavelength right yeah so you combine those new colors wavelength? and then you like what happened? you know how you like add wavelengths together and it makes new wavelength maybe that's what happens now I'm, I'm like i didn't expect such a interesting thought process but because we just talked about that when we were studying for the npte we know that you can add wavelengths when you get a new one that's more for electricity but does it work the same thing same way with so then light? could we make something visible and then invisible is there like a real life example of that i don't know or like uv light we can technically see uv right because like i'm thinking like a tanning bed i guess you can see that and it's kind of purpley <laughs> that is the transition over from like color to now uv light and infrared like you can't technically you can't see them because like they're not the visible light but you can see the ultraviolet light and infrared like you can they're usually like red it's a black tinted. light is that what you're thinking of no because uv is for like a tanning bed's uv right yeah but what if it's like uv but then it also has like other light black light <laughs> yeah so then what's black light and what makes what makes black light like what makes you able to see other things using a different light source probably something with the electromagnetic waves that's my i need to add that stupid question to the reddit what makes black light work i don't really have too much to share from other people's perspectives on this but i would say a whole lot of other questions though yeah way more questions than answers here i claim to be it no smart person when it comes to light stuff or when we all that when we started doing this for no it wasn't chemistry it was physics when physics took it physics one i could do that physics one i kind of understood i followed it where it was just like friction acceleration speed that really stuff when we took a turn in the second physics class started bringing in like light impedance voltage current ohm's law i mean i made it through the class but woof but i was like i don't really understand what we're talking about here so um this next one's much less sciencey but someone said can boy can boyfriends and girlfriends celebrate anniversaries my mom and stepdad think it's weird that i celebrate my anniversary with my boyfriend i think it's weird that they right think it's weird because everyone Isn't that the norm Everyone that I've ever known that has ever been in a relationship has always celebrated to some extent or at least known like what their anniversary is of like, oh, this is when we started dating. This is our anniversary. So like if we've been dating for a year, like happy one year, like, you know, celebrate a little bit. I also think it poses like kind of a good question of like when you've been dating for so long and like you likely don't get married on like the same 
day as like when you started dating do you like what do you consider your anniversary everyone considers their wedding their anniversary but like in some ways you know I, I would think? kind of be like but we've been together for this long here's what I think and I think this is related to nowadays people date for a lot longer before they get married and so I think they get more attached to those years of like prior to marriage because they're like if you think of Haley Nashton like they dated for five or six years I don't remember seven I don't know they did it for quite a while before getting married. And so I feel like they're attached to those years that they've had where they've not even been married for one year. So I feel like for the anniversary, they're like, happy like one year of marriage, but like we've been together for like seven or eight or whatever it is. Versus if you think of people like earlier, I'm not going to give like a decade because I don't know, but like people would date for like a year max or something and then get married. Yeah. And so I feel like they're, so like, they're like, whatever. We don't care they about that one year. to that date. That's my theory. Yeah. And also I feel like, Tell me if I'm wrong, but I feel like it's more common nowadays for people to, like, explicitly, like, ask on a specific day of, like, someone, like, will you be my girlfriend? Or, like, will you be my boyfriend? And people keep track of that. I feel like it used to be, like, people would, like, start, like, going together and, like, then they'd be going steady. And it's, like, do they have an actual date yeah, that they that's a good think point. about? It's a good or it's point. just, like, now they're together, but we don't know when they actually got together. I could see. That's a pretty good reason, actually. A lot of people in the comments are just like, you can celebrate literally whatever you want, like just in life. Because even like our dad, I was like, oh, like when did you and your girlfriend start dating? He's been dating his girlfriend for like about two years now. And he's like, I don't know. Like they didn't really have like a specific day. So and I then what like, we like, did you like, did you ask her to be your he's girlfriend? Like, no. He was like, no. <laughs> so I'm like, maybe it's just different. Different generation yeah. thing. Yeah. Um, do you think people like can over celebrate stuff? Like some people like, do you think celebrating half birthdays is stupid? Yes. <laughs> because why? I agree. Do you think the only reason I would say it's not stupid is if you have like a birthday that's really close to Christmas and you're like yeah. you and your family decide. But even then I kind of like just can't buy into it. I'm like, it's your half birthday. It's not actually your birthday. <laughs> see, I don't know if I would buy into it either, but I could see if it's like, oh, like it's just like a financial burden to like spend this much money at one point in the year. And, like, maybe since it's Christmas, it's winter, like, you know, no one likes winter anyways. So then you say, okay, let's celebrate in July or whenever that would be. And then, like, it would just be really awkward to me. I'd be like, it's not your birthday. <laughs> it's not your birthday. You just pretend it is, though. Um, what about, um, what's your perception on when people celebrate dating, like, relationship stuff? Sometimes people do, like, every month through the first year. What do you think about that? Like, happy one month, happy two months. For me personally, I, like, maybe at six months, I'd bring it up. But it would, I'd probably just bring it up. I'd be like, oh, we've been dating for six months. That's kind of fun, neat, cool. <laughs> fun, neat. Like no, fun, neat. Oh, I think so. it's kind of fun, neat. I was like, okay. Um, But I wouldn't really. There's different lo- levels, right? Like, you can say it. Do you post about it on Instagram? Is it like we're going out to dinner? Do we get each other a gift? Oh, no. I'm saying like that's what the layers are though. I would say at six months, I would say, let's go to dinner. But I, I'd probably just be like, because we could get dinner anyways. anyways. Yeah. Um, and then I personally am like probably not going to get a gift for that. Like I just, maybe something like flowers or whatever the equivalent for flowers is for guys like I don't know but I think as long as you just kind of say like an appreciative like I really enjoyed it's been a good six months six months six more 
Um, but beyond that, like maybe a, maybe a story post if we're like at dinner or something, happy six months. But even that I'm like, you'd be like, oh, uh, like we're at a nice dinner. Yeah, I kind of, I feel like I would cringe. I definitely wouldn't post like a happy one month, happy two months. Because like, like again, that's the baby, it's a baby relationship. Even like dating for the first three months, I still feel like it's like a trial run. <laughs> um, six months, I definitely think maybe, just maybe you could do like a, I wouldn't do an in-feed post or anything, <laughs> but maybe like a story post for like doing something. I wouldn't post a picture of like us from like something There else. are some people who like, I'm not bashing anyone if you are this person. But you are. <laughs> but if there's people who like kind of like, I'm someone, I guess, where, like, my Instagram, you know, I kind of take it a little more seriously, and, like, I care about what I'm posting, and I want it to look nice, and, yeah, so if I were, like, posting, or if I was dating someone, even if I was, like, in love with them, if we did not have, like, a reasonable picture for me to post to be, like, happy six months or happy one year, there's some people who, I guess, like, I'm saying they have, like, a picture, like one picture and it's not great and like but they will do whatever they can to get it online I don't know I feel like this that comment can go either way because then some people are saying like you care way more about your online persona than like the person you're in a relationship with but then you could argue and say you know to that I say I don't care like it shows that I care less about my online person. I'm not trying to enforce, like, look, I'm in a relationship, like, blah, blah, blah. Like, look at all the amazing yeah. things in my life. I'm, and I posted this because I'm like, dang, that's a good picture. We both look great. On it goes. Yeah. I've also, I felt the same. I've, some people want people to know their relationship status. So, like, any picture they take, like, it's up on the gram. Mm-hmm. And if that's you, more power to you. But I'm someone where it's like. It's also, like, I get wanting to show off the person you're dating and, like, make them feel loved and appreciated I really do. There's just different, there's your own personal way you want to go about it. Like, or, because we're not to the level where it's like, I feel like we, either of us start dating someone, I'm not going to be like, I'm going to like hide my relationship for the first X amount of time. I'm very much pro soft launch. I was like, what is the word I'm looking for? I think to a point though, I think some people like literally like, let me keep this person a literal secret until we're married for a year and, and then i am I'm like, like okay you're that much. trying too hard like uh tag him in the story yeah come on like for me again it might it would for, for oh my god it would for sure take a couple months for me to like give them an infeed post because like we have to test Oops, the water yeah. a little bit you know make sure there's some level of commitment here and then really i think my criteria would just be like if it's been at least three months or so like, and it's something i would have posted on my instagram anyways. and it's a good picture it can go up. Yeah. I don't care. And it's funny because, like, that might be, like, on Instagram, at least since I stuck at posting stories. Like, it, just, it could be, like, a hard lunch on Instagram if, like, no one knows. But then on YouTube, I've tried to think about how we would go about in vlogs. Because I'm very much, if you watch Brooke Michio, I wouldn't be, like, necessarily as, I don't think she tries to be secretive with her relationship, but she's very private with it, but still, like, open about, like, oh, here's her boyfriend. She's going to, like, go hang out with him, do this with him. And I feel like I hesitate to think about, like, once I'm dating someone, like, shoving a camera in their face because yeah i don't want to do that because like gretchen garrity is like who i'm thinking of and, like she's like there's vloggers where it's like they literally her and tara michelle i think of like they're vlogging and it's like they somehow are still just like living, living life. their life without a care in the world and like the camera's just out i don't know how they do it because like i think i'm pretty comfortable in front of a camera but i can't literally just like be walking around holding a camera all day 
interacting with the other people that I'm interacting with. As if there's with. no camera there. Right. And, but they both do that. And so, like, the people around, I feel like, aren't as, like, scared of the camera and probably act pretty similar to how they do normally. Um, and so, like, I know Gretchen shows Max, like, plenty on vlogs and, like, he's in her videos. But I don't imagine whoever I start dating is going to probably be, like, as comfortable in front of the camera. So then I also kind of, like, I don't want other people to perceive them as, like, their nervous on-camera personality if that's, like, not who they are. And you also, like, you want to limit... my dad does the same thing. He's a different person when he's... Like, he's not that different, but, like, he gets a little nervous and robotic on camera. He's, like, so awkward in front of the camera. He's just, like, hi. (laughs) So I imagine most people would probably have that initial response, and then I'd be, like, I don't want people commenting on how you're acting. On this person that I don't even know. Yeah. And I just... I don't like the idea of people commenting a ton on who I'm dating anyways, um... So I would be iffy about that. Mm-hmm. But I, again, I don't feel like I would hide it. I feel like if it's like a, you know, here they are, like whatever, we're going to do, do this, turn the camera off, then we go. Like very minimal interactions, at least for the start. So that was a long tangent for that one. I like it though. It's my turn? Yes. Okay. Next potentially stupid question. How often do you talk to yourself and for how long? Someone said, like the person that posted this said, when I'm alone, I can have a conversation with myself for hours. I know talking to yourself isn't that weird and many people do it. Self-directed speech is a good way to organize your thoughts and emotions. I still feel embarrassed when my family catch me and ask if I'm talking to someone. I do it so often. was just wondering how often is too often. And talking out loud? Yes. Oh. I usually end, like I internally talk to myself. I think it depends on... Our dad talks to himself. Yeah, out loud. All the time. But he lives alone. And so I feel like... The more you are physically alone. When we lived at his house, he'd be downstairs on the computer or something. I'd be upstairs. He'd just be like, oh my gosh. Or like, he just like makes comments like that. Or he'll like hype himself up when he's working out in the basement on his own. Mm-hmm. It's funny. He'll be like running out of the treadmill. He's like, woo, let's go. Like, let's go. And I'm like, ugh. Hopefully makes you me. don't do that in a public gym. <laughs> makes me cringe a little bit. But anyways, I mentally like will talk to myself and like think when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply think out loud i've like, been like not out i mean loud. i regularly do that but I, like lately i feel like i can't like i haven't been falling asleep as quickly or i haven't been like as tired when i'm going to bed so then i'm just like thinking about literally anything before falling asleep and i'm like i'm not even allowing myself to like fall asleep right now i'm just like you're having too much of a good conversation myself. with yourself and so then i'm like shut up shut up shut up <laughs> it's hard yeah i definitely i notice myself doing most of my like inner self-talking before bed because like what else are you supposed to do before bed mm-hmm. you put your phone down the lights are off and you're like well let me just think to myself um i feel like i have like the same thing I that saw, i run through like every I have night. A, so i have one of mine is like related to this kind of or at least like so i'm going to introduce it and then because i saw something that i thought was kind of funny so one of mine was basically talking about internal monologue and it said how do people have no or how do people who have no inter- internal monologue read and so this brings up a good idea of just like internal monologue in general. I don't know if I believe that people don't have an internal monologue. And I think that everyone who claims they 
don't like doesn't understand what's being asked of them because when they don't understand i'm just like how do you not understand it's so like do you hear yourself in your head and not like like, literally hear yourself like my ears are not hearing anything but you cannot i am like thinking i'm thinking a sentence in my head and i'm like you know i know what's being said it's like full-blown conversation but i'm not verbally saying it okay that's what an internal monologue is. I'm not like hearing echoes in my head of me talking or anything like that. Or you know how when people are reading and they like will move their lips and stuff, but not say anything like that's an internal monologue yeah. and everyone can do that, right? And so, and if you can't practice that, start reading, then start whispering and then start moving your lips like you're reading it, but don't say anything. Cause then I saw this person who she was making a TikTok where she was talking about her husband not having an internal monologue. I couldn't marry someone who didn't and, have an internal monologue. Um, then someone was commenting saying just like, someone commented saying like, he must fall asleep like so easy at night. And like, she was like, he does. And I'm just like, could you imagine if this guy actually didn't have an internal monologue? He just, he goes to bed and he's like, good night. No know, thoughts. Like, head empty. Literally no thoughts. It doesn't make sense to me. And when you ask about like, okay, how do you read? Or how do you think, think things? And they they claim they just kind of like sense it they sense or like they will do a lot of talking out loud or like thinking through things out loud and for reading they just like they see and understand which i can get like skimming to an extent like i get that for me my comprehension is never as good when i just skim but i can get the gist but like without like any reading or any like prompting i'm just like you have to think words in your head I remember we were talking about this all uh, with Haley, and Haley claimed, I don't know if she still claims, but she did claim that she did not have an internal monologue. And, and then I we joked. the question. Well, we joked that maybe that's why Haley says things that sometimes she shouldn't say <laughs> out loud, because sometimes Haley says things, and I'm like, maybe you shouldn't, you shouldn't have said have that. Said that. But I mean, if any of you guys truly, truly think you don't have an internal monologue, like, I want to learn more, but I also, like, I still might not believe you. Or maybe just like contemplate a little harder. <laughs> and think about what exactly that means. <laughs> and if you're thinking about what that means, maybe. I just, I beg you to like say a sense out loud. Say the sense in your head. You can do it. I think you can. And if you can do that, then you can uh, have an internal monologue. Okay. Anyways, I had to just like jump with mine in there too because they were so similar. So do you want me to go back to my next I one? I can do mine or you can do one out here. This one's a short one. Someone said, if I disable my lost credit card, will I get money from it transferred to my new one? Well, that is a dumb question. Because <laughs> there is no... It's a credit card. <laughs> so that's not your money. Yeah. Um, so someone just said, replacing a card doesn't change anything. The new card will replace the old one and still would represent the same account. But, or maybe, they, I don't know if they're talking about like their account if that their account would get canceled i mean if you lose your card you can still access your account to pay it off yeah and then if you need to start a new account or you know tie a card to it not a dumb question though no stupid hey, questions anyone here. who has a question deserves to have it answered you know there are you know in class in class professors always like say there's no such thing as a stupid question or like you know what if you have a question it's probably like, someone else has that same question, I bet, and they're going to be very happy that you, like, brought it up and said something. And honestly, I think it's a good thing to say because oftentimes people will ask questions that, like, people genuinely did ask, but I can't stand, like, it's usually the questions where it's, like, 
they said the exact same thing five minutes ago. Maybe it wasn't like worded exactly how you worded your question, but like the answer was there. And if you would have listened, it was there. I also hate, I remember in undergrad especially, um, people would ask the professor, what should we expect for the exam? I hate that. And I know people are going to say, well, what am I supposed to study? And it's like, what do you want them to give you? You know what you've been learning in class. So they're going to say what we've been learning in class. And Is there what? any area I should focus on? They're not going to tell you probably. What we've, everything we've learned up to this point fair is game. fair game. Like, I know you want to make it easier, but the professor is not going to just give you a cheat sheet. I, I hate when people ask that question. So that's a I've always, question. I don't know that I asked a single question in like all of undergrad or grad school. <laughs> I probably did at some point. But like, I was always just of the mindset, like, I can leave a lecture feeling totally lost. And I'm like, well, I'll, I'll figure, figure it out, out later. on my own. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So. Um, my next one is why are people afraid of AI? So this person was mostly saying that just, I feel like a lot of with recently with chat GPT, that's been like the biggest new AI thing. There's a lot of like the AI art related stuff. And, um, so they were like, why do people care so much? They've heard people say it's going to be dangerous to rely on. Why? And I think that mostly, cause I like agree with, I'm kind of concerned with like, how much we may or may not start to rely on AI, mostly because I'm like, we need our brains to do something. We can't just like make other things do all the work for us because I've never used chat GPT on my own, but supposedly it can do a lot of things and it can do a lot of things well. I've heard stuff of people saying it can pass the NCLEX, it can pass med board exams. It can what does pass- that mean? I wish I how had better. How do you better. set chat GPT up to take this? I just listen to the other people saying this stuff and I'm like, okay, I trust you. And it's interesting because you're kind of like, well, if this AI thing correctly diagnosed this patient, why are we having doctors? Like, why are people going to school to do that? And I'm kind of like, I don't want a computer to just like be Take doing everything for us. So in my mind, that's where I think it gets concerning or like, I think people still need to be able to think critically and if in school they somehow get away with using chat GPT for exams or not really for exams, more for like essays, then it's like you didn't think critically at all. You had a computer do that. You didn't do that. So it's like I could see it's probably in some ways going to help people get better grades and pass stuff. But then they're just they like checking boxes and yeah. Um. Me personally, I'm not at this point afraid of AI. I could see they're like getting a point where I'm like, okay, I don't really get like, I don't really get to the point where I'm like, computers are going to take over the world because I don't really think that's going to happen. Have you seen, this is like something I've seen just like around the internet where people are like, we have progressed enough. Like we are good right here. (laughs) Keep it where it's at. Like I think technological we could live very fruitful lives for the rest of however long humans are around just with what we have. I have seen that. Okay. Next one I have related to online stuff as well. I'm scared of having a presence online. Is this normal? Most of the time when I think about posting something, whether it's replying to posts or posting something myself, I almost always convince myself it'll be pointless or that I'll be wrong slash get backlash and end up either deleting it or just not posting. Is that normal? 
It's funny because they posted this online. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't say it's stupid. I think that like everyone navigates the internet and uses the internet and creates an online presence in different ways. So this person seems to be most interested in like the forum aspect side of the internet where it's like Reddit. I don't know where else, honestly, off the top of my head. But like I myself, I never use the internet as like a commenter or like I'm a poster on the internet first and foremost. <laughs> Me, not a commenter. I don't comment on people's vlogs. I don't like people's videos. I don't, I hardly subscribe to channels, but I will always be saying subscribe to my channel down below. So I think that one, everyone falls into a different category of what they do on the internet. Are they an observer or are they a poster? I am, it depends on the platform. For my job, obviously I'm a poster. Or like, you know, but like Facebook, I'm strictly an observer. On TikTok, I will see people commenting like when your friends find you in the comments of like another TikTok and then you're kind of like embarrassed and I'm like, I don't like I just have never once thought of commenting on someone's TikTok, honestly, mm-hmm. because what am I going to say? I'm not a funny person. I laugh at other people's comments on TikTok because I'm like, thank God you posted that because I laughed at it. And I'll comment on like your post or Maggie's post or whatever people I know where a comment from you would be expected. I am not commenting on any TikTok that I've ever liked. What am I supposed to say? So... But I will post, obviously I'll post my stuff on Instagram as much as I can. I'm not that great at it, honestly. Post my stuff on YouTube, post your podcast. Like we'll do all that stuff. Um, and then just have you guys uh, comment. And then obviously I get upset when I'm like, why is no one commenting anything? As if I don't live my life the exact same way on the internet. Yeah. Okay. My next one is what's the appeal of a smart TV? So they were like, that is a stupid question. They're like, I was thinking about this and I can't really understand why anyone would want one. I use an HDMI cable to hook up my laptop to my TV and it seems superior in every conceivable way. I like it because it's more versatile than a smart TV and a mouse keyboard is way better than a TV remote. Here is my rebuttal. One, it's annoying and looks bad if you have your computer constantly hooked up to your TV. Like have the HDMI computers right next to it can go very far. What if I want to use my computer? while i'm watching tv and also do they sell tvs that are not smart tvs still i mean probably but but like most of them aren't and it's not like it's like a huge feature to add to a tv and i can understand i feel like when smart tvs first came out the typing stuff out was such a hassle it really was but now things have gotten better where to log in they have like the qr codes or whatever do it on a computer do it on a computer that makes it all easier or just like the remotes i feel like nowadays are not as bad where it's typing stuff out they have the like pre- program buttons for like dot com or at yeah. Yahoo, like whatever it makes it a little bit better i just think like a smart tv is not a hassle it's easy to use i don't see why you'd still be wanting to hook your laptop up to the tv and i feel like every time we've hooked up a laptop via hdmi to a tv the quality is just like not as good as it would be if it was just on the tv mm-hmm so that's another. And then sometimes like the audio doesn't always sync and then you've like got the audio coming out of your laptop and you're like, that's not what I wanted. So it's just like always the second best option. Team Smart TV all the way. Next question I have, why does Dryerland always have that purplish gray color no matter what you wash? I have red towels and I will tell you that it turns red when I wash them, so... Um, I think it's just like close to gray and when you're wearing mostly neutral clothes, like that's kind of what mixes together. I think that like, honestly, like a brownie purple is like when you combine all colors ever, 
Like that's when you get. combine wavelengths. Exactly. Should we go back to, you want to go back to wavelengths? <laughs> um, I just think that's the color you get. And that's what most of the comments say as well. But someone said, it's not quite true. If you dry something only green, then it'll be greenish. <laughs> <laughs> so oh, interesting. So I think it's just like, obviously people it just, yeah. most of the time are drying a variety of colors. If you still, in 2023, if you're still separating your lottery by color, what are you doing? <laughs> mm-hmm. We have moved beyond that. Just, yeah. It's not necessary. You should be sorting by athletic stuff versus non-athletic stuff. And that's it. Um, okay. Back in the day before cell phones, what did people use to do while they were waiting in line at the grocery store or waiting for someone as, at some designated spot? How did they kill their time? A lot of comments are like, they didn't do anything. <laughs> well, someone said, in a grocery store, I would read jokes in Reader's Digest and then not buy it. Hmm. Um... And then some are like, I would just look at tabloid covers, get angry at how slow and inefficient people were. People you know what are. I think is interesting? Just kind of related to, it's like in the same vein. But nowadays when you like want to get together with someone or like meet up with someone, um, or like you don't know where they are, like you just like would have to like say a time and like hope that people would be where you want them to be mm-hmm. at that time. Like you can't just like get there and then all of a sudden be like, wait, like where are you? Like, you'd be, like, either in person, you'd, like, agree on something, or you'd, like, have called each other and be, like, at this time, like, let's meet up here. But, like, once you're there, where are I you? Hope. <laughs> you could maybe call. I mean, I don't know who you call, because if they're not in their house, then you wouldn't yeah. know where they are. But it's just um, I think this kind of brought up, in my mind, how we used to, like, go work out without headphones, and, like, regularly. What's crazy is... And that was I've an undergrad still. talked to Megan how I used to be really annoyed with people who would, like, wear their headphones all the time like on the bus walking around just like in the library working out I was like how are these people like living their lives just like completely within their headphones and I haven't gotten like that far I still really only wear my headphones if I'm working out I don't really take them with me a lot of places every once in a while every once in a while sometimes if we were walking to class and I was like walking by myself I'd be like maybe I'll put like a podcast on while I'm walking to class but usually I was walking with Sierra so like I wasn't gonna drown her out and we just walk in silence <laughs> right together yeah. that's we, better we were like I don't really have anything to say to you so um but yeah then we got airpods and I came around to be like oh it's kind of nice to just like have the music you like like to listen to that's when I feel like I got more into podcasts um and so obviously I found yeah. some podcasts that I like to listen to I will say sometimes still like with working out for some reason maybe let's say I like pause the music or whatever like, it's still pretty easy for me. Like, I will maybe, like, forget to turn my music back on because then I'm back and just, like, thinking about stuff in my head. And then I'm like, wait. Sometimes I find myself just thinking about so much stuff anyways that I, like, can't. I have to, like, avidly, actively choose to, like, not listen to a podcast because I'll be like, okay, it's a music day because I feel like I'm going to do, like, a lot of internal thinking today. I and so I can't listen to a podcast. podcasts a whole lot recently with um, working out. I've been doing it a little bit more if I'm, like, doing tasks around the house that I just like need to get done so like when i was packing i put a dateline episode on and i was like that was nice um my turn yes okay why is the longer clock hand the minute hand do you have any question because i think i didn't know the answer but someone commented uh what seems to me to be a good answer because i think everyone's thought is like the hour is bigger so it should get the bigger hand but this first comment thickness what 
why is length versus width okay well this comment says minutes are more precise than hours and so if the minute hand was shorter it'd be more difficult to read the exact time yeah which makes a lot of sense it does (laughs) if you just like sit and think about it for a second makes a lot of sense do you imagine it's like this short and you're like uh Uh, between it's like 555 or like 550 i don't know can't tell yeah (laughs) me when i was first starting blood pressure (laughs) uh uh, it's in this range whatever you do don't ever say a I know. an odd number <laughs> i know um okay what are the greatest threats to humanity that aren't very well known i saw this and i immediately thought one thing because it's been the one thing i've thought since we talked about this in pt school sitting <laughs> no <laughs> <laughs> it's not dumb is it no but like sitting isn't a dumb response the greatest threat to humanity and i was thinking a little bit more severe than that not that sitting is good sitting is the new smoking that's why she said that and then no one knows it okay well now you know okay the greatest threat to humanity that no one knows and you thought about it in pt school yeah i don't know bacteria oh what like that, the pharma, the pharmacist people coming into class, and then I don't know how we started talking about it. Okay, here's the story. If you don't know what I'm talking about, and I am not well knowledge diverse in this area, but we in PT school had a pharmacology crash course. Basically, um, shout out to pharmacists. Honestly, no, that's what I was. I was gonna. I was gonna get there. Okay. Um, and so our pharmacology class, because as PTs. We really just kind of like need a a basic understanding of like some of the drugs and what they do. Basic. A basic understanding. Um, So we had a pharmacology class that we had to take and it was this crash course where like, I mean, it was a three week class. Was it not? Right. It was three weeks. Three or four. I don't remember. And at the end of each week, when we kind of like finished our unit, we had like a couple pharmacists come in and then like someone who's a PT that like maybe worked a little bit more with patients who were on those medications. And I mean, the pharmacists, you guys, blew me away. Like they are such smart people. And also when we did our interprofessional um, development stuff with like other students and other health disciplines, like the pharmacists, they are the ones who know what's up. They'd say a drug. I'd be like, never heard that in my life. They'd be like, and it would interact with this, this, this. And it does this, it works this, this. With this mechanism. These are the side effects. <clears throat> I mean, I... I was blown away. I kid you not. Like, they should be the ones prescribing all medications. The doctors... I'm like, they don't know what they're talking about. <laughs> the med students, and, I was like, you be quiet. I don't listen to the pharmacist. <laughs> like, I was just blown away yeah. by how smart they were. And I saw a TikTok not that long ago, and I sent it to Sierra, and it was just, like, hyping up pharmacists. And then in the comments, it was making me laugh. It was like, one time a doctor said to me, if I put in an order and the pharmacist says something else, do the pharmacist says. Because, like, they know. So, anyways, shout out to any and all pharmacists out there. I could not do what you do. Second of all, when we were, you know, having one of our powwows with the pharmacists there, one of them started talking about, like, and maybe it was because we were talking about COVID or something, because obviously we went to PT school in the midst of when we were at the height of the pandemic. And... One of them started talking about like super bacteria or just like antibiotics or bacteria in general because um, bacteria, we obviously have antibiotics to treat them, 
but they mutate and change and then eventually stuff doesn't work. And so he was saying like, while this is all going on and it's all scary, like viruses, you can have like vaccines, you can kind of like generally get them under control. But bacteria, he was like, that's not really the case. And so he was talking about how he was like, I think the world is going to end or like the apocalypse apocalypse is going to happen when we no longer have antibiotics to like treat and kill the bacteria because they're going to mutate and change. And I was just like, I did not need to hear that right now. (laughs) And that's why people need to stop overprescribing nonspecific antibacterials. And so I can read some of the comments on here. Someone said ocean acidification, which I haven't heard of this. So let's uh, see. So it's getting more acidic, which I could see why that would be bad. Ocean resist- The ocean is responsible for about 70% of the oxygen that's generated. Eventually, the ocean is going to get too acidic for the algae to survive. And maybe algae is what? Uh, Produces oxygen. Oh, algae in the ocean is responsible for 70% of the oxygen. Hmm. Um... Someone said the super bacteria. They're like, we are running out of usable antibiotics. As various infectious bacteria continue to acquire resistance to differently commonly prescribed antibiotics. Um, They keep trying to come up with new ones, but there are a few strains of Staphylococcus that have almost complete immunity um, to all but a few rare antibiotics. Blah, blah, blah. Like, I didn't... You called that one. It's one of those things. I clicked this and I was like, this better be in the comments. And it was. It's one of those things where... And someone else also responded to that. I want to learn more, but I also absolutely do not. You're too afraid to. Yeah. Like, it's better if I don't know. This one is just a single easy question, no comments, and we can decide for them. What is the best uh, length of a nap? I'm in my nap era with my cold that I've been getting over. (laughs) I think I usually set a timer for 20 to 30 minutes, and I feel like that's a good check-in time for your nap. I feel like, like, half-hour-long naps were probably, like, the best length when I was in school and I was like I got other stuff that I need to do but they're not always the most satisfying but I think it's the best length of time where it's like fulfilling sometimes those laps seem like they're forever I'm like it was only 20 minutes yeah which I'm like how I think once you start getting into like the snooze 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 phase like that's when you're gone and now it's like and not like, gonna be satisfying <laughs> because like you're not gonna not be tired when you wake up yeah and unfortunately, I fall into that sometimes. But if you don't have anything going on and you're tired, right. it's like, what am I supposed to do? Why like, not sleep? I need to just sleep right now. And then you hate yourself later when you're trying to go to bed and you're like, I slept for three hours earlier. <laughs> I'm not going to fall asleep uh, tonight. Yeah. I think best is 20 to 30 minutes. And then like if, you, if you're if you planning on waking up, like you got to get up. Supposedly. Isn't there like a Wait, Navy like, Seal yeah. inspired nap that's like I've never eight tried minutes? That. You, like, lay down on your back, and feet up against the wall. And people say it's, like, really, like, it works. Never tried it. Maybe eventually I should. I just am kind of, like, would I be tired enough where I literally just, like, I do that, and I'm, like, eight minutes, I'm good. Um, okay. This one made me laugh. It says, why don't all companies do commercials that just repeat the name of their company over and over? And then I said, I saw this commercial that says, call to check your zip code, like, 15 times. And it's actually genius because you remember it for that. Liberty Mutual has the Liberty, 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 blah, blah. And then I was like, you know what else there is? Whopper, Whopper. And it's like not Burger King. They're not saying Burger King. But like I cannot get that stupid commercial no one can. out of my head. If you watch the NFL, because like that's usually what I'm watching when it's playing. I think that what Mint Mobile does is 
like their commercials are always like first of all they have ryan reynolds owns it so like he's their spokesperson which means they don't have to pay someone so like that helps them but then he's like instead of spending a bunch of money on a commercial to keep prices low we just paid for this 15 dollar stock image thing and i don't know i think that it's funny when companies take a route like that when they're like Look at how much little effort we put in this commercial. On the opposite spectrum, though, I know. Apple TV just did a commercial with Timothy Chalamet that I thought was really like effective and, that was, like, and a funny. High production. I'm not going to get Apple TV, but like I thought it was good. Yeah. Anyways, next question I have. This is again no stupid questions. I want mostly your take on if this is a stupid question or not. Someone said, "Who solves homicide cases? Prosecutors? Detectives? I'm so confused." um detectives investigators the police (laughs) do you think it's a stupid question yes why is it stupid because they should know the answer to that (laughs) i'm just like it's kind of funny how like like the prosecutor like they don't they're not solving it (laughs) like they They get the information they're like this is why they're (laughs) this is why but yeah i just wanted your take on okay you know what else i have a question here that's plain dumb Someone said, I can, um, we can honestly probably end on this because the other ones I don't care that much about. Someone asked, is black coffee still considered black coffee once you add milk slash creamer? Trying to settle a debate is what they said. Well, I hope that they were on the side that said that that was not still considered black. <laughs> Considering that's the definition of black coffee is that there's nothing in it yeah. besides coffee. Yeah. That's what all the comments were saying too. So, and we'll never know which side they were on, which is unfortunate. Yeah. So in the end, maybe there are a couple stupid questions, <laughs> but for the most part, this was actually more fun than I thought it was going to be. Yeah. Let us know if you enjoyed this episode and if you want us to do more No Stupid Questions subreddit reviews, we'd be happy to do so. It's kind of fun to just go off on these little tangents uh, as they came up. Um, we have a video version of the podcast you guys could watch if you're only listening right now. Um, and even if you are, you know, someone who prefers listening, if you wanted to still go subscribe to the YouTube channel anyways, we would very much appreciate that. You can subscribe and then forget we even exist. Yeah. We don't um, care. We are trying to get 2,000 s- subscribers on there. Um, but yeah, listen wherever you want. Wherever is easiest. And with that being said, we will talk to you guys in our next episode. Bye. Bye.